All right, Rabotai, Erev Shabbat. We begin our study of the Haftarah. Well, we have good news. We have a sponsor for this Shi'urim, Baruch Hashem. Not only today, but retroactively, uh, our good friend, Mr. Freddy, and his wife, Yvette Kassab. And we wish them uh, all the good luck and everything uh, and everything good. Doctor. All right, Nabotai. We are now uh, in a uh, we're officially in a, in, a, in a program for the next ten weeks. We have a project. For the next, actually for the next 12 weeks, I must say. There is a special haftarot that are going to be read. Uh, the first group is the three haftarot that we read during the Yemeh Ben Amitzarim. After we finish the three special haftarot, we're going to start the special haftarot of Nehama, which are seven haftarot. After we finish the seven haftarot of Nehama, we're going to read two haftarot that talk about Teshuvah. So the system is three, seven, and two. These groups of haftarot have names. It's just Kedai to know them. We are now about to study Gimal de Pur'anutah, the three haftarot that talk about the Pur'anut. And then we're going to read Shav the Nehamata, the seven haftarot of Nehama, of consolation. And then Tarte de Tiyufta, the two haftarot of Teshuvah. There is great significance in these three haftarot that we're going to read, starting with Parashat Pinehas, next week Matot Mas'eh, and then the following Devarim. Again, it's part of a a group. Uh, the group is very significant. I'd just like to explain to you uh, in a short introduction what the value is. Avram Avinu Shalom was promised Eris Israel, and he was also promised all the inhabitants of Eris Israel, which make up ten nations. However, we only conquered seven. We did not conquer uh, three nations. Those nations are still outstanding and they are Ammon, Moab, and Edom. If you look at the Pasuk by Avram Abinu, the Pasuk says, I'm going to give you Kenani, Iti, Murid, and it's Kinizi, etc. Only seven we conquered. When Mashiach comes, we're going to get the other, the other three. In the holy books of the Kabbalah, this com- configuration of three and seven is very common. Three represents the Gimel Rishonot, which is the top three sefirot, Keter, Chochmah, and Bina, that's the high levels. And then the seven represent the lower levels, the Zayin Tachtonot, which is Chesed, Givurat, Teferet, Nesach, Od Yesod, Malchut. So in Kabbalah, the highest level is the top three. Those three nations are connected in the Kilipa on the negative side to the three top sefirot, and therefore we cannot conquer them until Mashiach comes. That's the high level. So these three weeks are represented on the three nations that we didn't conquer yet. Edom would be the, uh, the highest of all, so Edom would be Keneged Keter, which is Keter of the Kilipa. And that's why they say that the Shabbat of Hazon, which is the third Shabbat of this cycle, is one of the highest Shabbatot of the year. Because that's the Shabbat of Keter. That's the Shabbat where we're able to bring down Isav. So again, and after we do the three, we go to the seven. So this, comp- this configuration is, uh, is quite significant. The first Haftarah is a classic. Uh, many of our members, I'm sure, learned it in school. It's, one of, it's a school Haftarah. Comes from the prophet Yirmiyah. Sometimes they call him Yirmiyahu, as we'll see in the first pasuk of our Haftarah. It's called Yirmiyahu. There's a reason for it, as we'll see. 
<coughs> Yirmiyahu was the prophet of doom and destruction. Uh, some prophets, they get uh, to be the bearer of good news. the angel. However, the prophet Yirmiyahu was commissioned from the beginning of time in order to give the, uh, the somber news to the Jewish people that if they don't behave and they don't shape up, so ultimately the Beit HaMikdash is going to be destroyed. He prophesizes from when he's a young man. I'm going to do this over here. I want the members to see my tie, and they can't see it with that one. I wore a special tie for the Zoom today. And I don't think they're being able to appreciate it. Okay, now they're able to see that. All right, so anyway, <clears throat> the prophet is going to prophesize. Uh, he's a Kohen. He comes from Eliha Kohen, from the great, uh, on that side, on his father's side. He also comes from Rahab Remember we said Rahab had many prophets that came out of her. He is one of them. Uh, might explain why he has such a difficult life, Yirmiyahu, because he's making a lot of tikkunim. The children of Eli always had problems because of the head of Eli. Rahab obviously has to make a tikkun for that. And the Mikubalim right, the Arizal says, that he was the Gilgul of Shilomo HaMelech, Prophet Yirmiyah. And that's why the Hida brings down, Shilomo HaMelech was the one that built the Beit HaMikdash, but on the night that he built the Beit HaMikdash, he married Bat Paro, and that was the cause of the destruction of the Beit HaMikdash, and therefore he has to come back as Yirmiyah in order to prophesize the destruction. So he's the one that built it with Shira Shirin, now has to destroy it with Echa. Though there's a connection between those two tzaddikim. Uh, this is going to be in Yirmiyah Perik Aleph right right in the beginning by the way just for you uh, Haftarah buffs out there the Sfaradim read this Perashah Haftarah twice a year so we're killing today we're not killing anything but we're taking care of two birds with one stone again because we also read in Perashat Shemot you'll see Perashat Shemot is also the prophet of Yirmiyah. So we'll be able to uh, take care of that uh, as well. Okay, Rabotai. Let's, uh, let's begin. Devrei Yirmiyahu ben Halkiyahu mena Kohanim. Okay, he's a Kohen. Shpat Eli. Asher ba'anatot. That way he lived in Anatot. Eres Binyamin. He settled in the Binyamin region. Of course, Kohanim did not have any helik, so therefore he could settle anywhere. He settled in Binyamin. Asher devar Adonai elav bime Yoshiyahu. Yoshiyahu ben Amon melech Yehuda. Yoshiyahu was a good king, and this was in the 13th year of his kingdom. Um, he prophesied throughout Yoshiyahu's kingdom. And then after he died, Yoshiyah's son took over. Who was Yoshiyah's son? So the pasuk continues. Yoshiyah, the son of Yoshiyah, Melech Yehuda, eleven years after that, all the way to Yoshiyah's other son, Sidkiyah. Yoshiyah was followed by his two sons. First he was followed by Yoshiyah, Ben Yoshiyah, and then he was followed by Sidkiyahu ben Yoshiyahu, Medek Yehuda. And again, he's the prophet throughout that history. Again, once you get to Sidkiyahu, there's going to be the Galut, and there's going to be the destruction. And he's warning them all the way from the times of Yoshiyahu, Rabotai, it's coming. Medek Yehuda ad gelot Yerushalayim, until the actual Galut of Yerushalayim, which was Bahodesh Hamishi. We know that well. Bahodesh Hamishi is Chodesh uh, Av, which is the month that's coming up. So you see already, the month of Av was designated from the times of the Meragelim, when they cried for no reason. So God said, you can have a Bichiyah, Lidorot, Bahodesh Hamishi, the month of Av. Fine. The prophet already begins what he hears from God. God is talking to Yirmiyah. Beterem et sorcha babeten yedartiha. 
before you were even born, before you even formed in your mother's uh, the womb, Yedaticha. God says, I love you. How could that be? How could God love somebody before he's born? Ben Ishai says, because he was the Gilgul of Shilamu HaMelech, he says, I loved you already from, uh, from the last Gilgul. And if you remember, Shilamu had another name that the prophet gave him. You remember the second name of Shilamu? It says in Perik uh, Shemuel Bet, in Perik Yud Bet, um, that Natana Navi calls him Yedidya. Yedidya. What is Yedidya? The one that is beloved from God, Yedid Hashem. So therefore God is saying to Yirmiyah, Already I loved you, Yedaticha means I was close to you. I had a connection with you even then. And then he tells them, And you were designated, meaning to be chosen, before you came out of your mother's womb, which means Yirmiyah, uh, as we know, in chapter 20 curses the day he's born he had a rough life you don't curse the day you were born if you're having a great life you actually you celebrate your birthday Yirmiyahu on his birthday would curse curse the day I'm born anybody know who else cursed the day that they were born Iyov like it says in the Iyov he cursed the day he was born so therefore God says you're cursing the day you were born but you have to know on the day you were born that's when you got your mission that's why he tells them he says to him, That day that you came out of your mother's womb, already you were, you were sanctified. Uh, and therefore, the Ben Yishchai writes over here, He cursed the day he was born. The Kedalah didn't work. You know why the Kedalah didn't work? Because the Kedushah was already on before. Once the Kiddushah Hashem is on and the Kedalah is not going to take it off. If the Kiddushah, when it came on after he was born, then maybe the Kedalah Yirmiyah is able to, to block it. He says, right, Which means that day he was born, it's like nothing. He was, he, he was actually designated from beforehand. So you're cursing the day you were born. That's not when you were given your mission. <laughs> he should have cursed the day before he was born. But nonetheless, Yirmiyah is already earmarked for greatness. What does it say? Navi lagoim netaticha. I have appointed you a prophet for the nations. Oh, so what is Yirmiyah's reaction to this? Va'omar. Yirmiyah says, aha. Aha is a sign of, uh, you know, woe. Not like we say today, aha, you know, uh, like, uh, yeah, you're right, aha. No, this is aha of, right, not that type of aha. Aha is meaning it's a woe. Hashem Elohim, yadati daber. He says, I don't know how to, to talk. Rebuke. Yirmiyah was very young. We don't know how young he was, but he says, Kinad Anochi. And I'm not the one to go rebuke all the people. He has to go now and tell the people all the avirot that they're making and so on and so forth. So he says, I'm not, uh, I'm not worthy. Not anochi. Vayomer Hashem Elai, al tomar na'ar anochi. Don't say that you cannot do it because you're, a, uh, you're young and you cannot fulfill it. Ki al kol ashed ishlachacha telech. Because I'm going to send you and wherever I send you, you'll go. Whenever I command you, you will speak. What do you mean? Yirmiyah has a good claim. He's saying, I'm too young for this job. And God says, don't say you're too young. What do you mean, don't say he's too young? He's not lying. So the Hida uh, says a beautiful explanation. He says, a Na'ar doesn't have credibility if he's coming on his own. You're a punk, you're a kid, what are you talking? Go, go, go back home. However, if let's say he comes and says, I'm giving you a message, I was sent by the chief rabbi of Israel, it's not my message, I'm, I'm the messenger. Look who sent me. Then it doesn't matter who's, how old the, 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 the fellow is. So God is telling him, don't look at the shaliyah, look at the mishaleyah. And if it's not the mishaleyah, it doesn't matter where you are. That, look at the pasuk, how perfect it is now. 
Al tomar na'ar anochi. You're looking at it from your standpoint. Na'ar anochi. Don't say that. Ki al kol ashit ishlachacha. Go look at the sender. From the standpoint of the sender, which is a kadosh baruchu, doesn't matter if you're a na'ar. Telech, you're going to go with that power. Ve'et kol ashit asavecha tedaber. The sivu is coming from, from me. That's the same way we learn that there's no such thing as a light mitzvah. The word mitzvah could mean a commandment, but it also comes from the Lashon, mitzvah, the one that commanded. So therefore, if you look at it from that standpoint, how could you say that there's a small mitzvah? The Kadosh Baruch Hu is the same mitzvah to a big mitzvah and to a small mitzvah. That's what the Mishnah Perkevot says, because mitzadi mishaleah, it's all the same. Then a Kadosh Baruch Hu gives him a little chizuk, and he tells him, Al You don't have to be afraid. Why? Ki ani. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yes, Yirmiyah knows that he's not going to get Hazak Baruch from these speeches that he's going to make. He's going to get beaten up. They're going to, he's going to be very unpopular. Like we, we know the stories of Yirmiyah. Unpopular prophet. So God says, don't worry. You're going to give uh, derashot. You're going to give rebuke. I'm going to be with you. Says the Ben Ishai that sometimes he's called Yirmiyah, but in our perasha he's called Yirmiyah. Why? Because if you look in his name, he has the majority of Hashem's letters in his name. He has a Yud, he has a He, and the Vav that was added Yirmiyah. So God is telling him, that's why your name is Yirmiyah. I put my name in your name. Therefore you have Si'ata Dishmaya. Now look at the Pasuk HaMeduyak it is. I am with you. What does it mean, I am with you? Meaning, I am, I am in your name. My letters of the Shem Yudkevatke is in your name. So says God. Good. So now, God is going to give Yirmiya a sign that he's with him, that he's not going to, you know, leave him. God sends his hand. He felt like a, a tap. He felt something tapping his mouth. He says, oh, God said to me at that point, That's it. That's when he was inaugurated to become a prophet. He felt, of course, Hashem doesn't have a hand. He felt something, you know, tapping his mouth. That, that was me. That already is the hand of God that's putting the prophecy in the mouth of Yirmiyah. Now already he has, uh, you know, Simicha, he has ordination. I have appointed you and the power in your words is going to uproot and to destroy and to ruin and to destroy nations and kingdoms that are not going to listen to your words. You'll also have the power through your words, to build and to plant those people that will make Teshuvah. So you're going to have uh, a lot of power. And now, Rabotah, we start the official prophecy. That's the introduction to the chapter. The next Pesukim uh, are famous. First prophecy of Yirmiyah. What do you see in the Mahazir? Va'omar, and I said, Makel Shaked Ani Ro'e. Ho 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 ho. Makel Shaked. What does that mean? I see a stick, Makel. Shaked, with almonds. Shkedim. I see a stick with almonds. Abutai, sound familiar? Sound familiar? Stick with almonds? Hazak Baruch. We'll see the Benish High already is going to talk is going to talk about this Makil Shakit. Anyway, what is God's response? God answers me. You saw good. What, what did he think? He didn't see good. You saw good. And what's the siman? 
כי שוקד אני על דבריי לעשותו. שוקד means it's going to happen quickly. God says the destruction is going to happen fast. From the time that I prophesied to the destruction to the execution, כי שוקד אני... comes the Menishai and he says a few things first he comes along and he says what's the inyan of the Makir there's no symbolism in the Makir the symbolism is in the Shaked it's a play on the word Shaked Shaked means quickly so therefore God should show him Shakedim Ah, what's the Shekedim? Ah, the Sheked is going to happen very... Sheked ani ala ra'ah. What's the Makel? Unless you say, simple explanation, the Makel represents Hazakabaru. There you go, Alfred. The Makot. Makot. Therefore, the Makel is going to happen Bishkida. Beautiful, I accept that ex- explanation of Botai. Benish Ai, however, says it a little, a little deeper. He says... The Jewish people are always compared to one entity. When the Jewish people went down to Egypt, what does it say? Bishiv'im nefesh. It doesn't say nefeshot. The Jewish entity is considered one. The prophet Yirmiya himself in Pedagimah is going to refer to the Jewish people as se-pezura. Se, meaning we are one, we are one sheep. What's the benefit that our neshamot are all interlocked, interconnected? So the Rav says, If let's say God forbid, God puts gezerot on Yisrael. The gezerot don't have to come on everybody. Because since the Jewish people are all connected, so therefore, once the Gezerah goes on some of the people, since everybody's connected to each other, it's like the honest can be, can be taken, uh, you know, partial payment, because even the partial payment is considered a full payment if everybody's in the Shemot are, are together. So the Rav writes, Nimsa, the nations of the world, he says, are compared to individual, let's say, grapes that are not on the stalk. The Jewish people are compared to grapes that are connected to the, to the stalk itself because we're considered uh, one. We're, we're connected. Whereas the Goyim are considered separate. Oh, this is a beautiful pshari. The Gemara says in Berachot that if a person is in the Bet Knesset, and there's somebody praying in the Bet Knesset. It's just him and the guy. And he leaves the Bet Knesset and he lets the guy stay alone. So the Gemara says, Torfim tefilato befanab. They rip up the guy's prayer. They rip it up. You should have waited for your friend. So the Benish Chai says, Why do you use the Lashon Torfim? Say, They don't listen to his tefilah. Or tefilato toeva. Other words. Why does he use the lashon? Torech. Torech means like he tears it up. So he says like this. When you have individual grapes that are not connected to the vine, they're called pitit. Pitit. Pitit means individuals. So he says, this guy, when he sees his friend praying in the Bet Knesset, he doesn't realize that he's connected to him. That his tefillah is going to affect him. He thinks that, nah, his tefillah doesn't do it with me. So therefore, leave him alone. I don't have any benefit. So he looks at B'nai Yisrael as what? Peret. What's the same letters as Peret, which is individual separate? Boggle it around. Teref. Therefore, Torfim. Midah connected Midah. You don't think you're connected to that guy? Anytime you see a Jew praying, you say, Baruch Hashem, he's praying, I'm going to benefit from it also. It's good to let Jews pray. However, you consider yourself a peret, therefore, toref, menashon, teret, peret. Oh, so therefore, what was God saying? God was saying to uh, uh, Yirmiyah that over here you have a benefit. 
The benefit is, it's not just almonds. Almonds are separate. It's on a makel. The fact that it's on a makel, that already joins everybody together. And therefore, even if only halak of the people get the gezerah, it's like everybody gets it. So it's the benefit that it's part of the makel. That's, that's uh, Kadosh Baruch Hu's uh, uh, rahamim. That's Kadosh Baruch Hu's rahamim. Good. That's the key. Makel shaked, not loose. What do you call it? Almonds. Ela anaf shemchubarim lehorot al tovatam. So therefore, when when he saw it, Yirmiya uh, obviously he said, "Oh no, this is bad news." So God said, "No, hetafta lerot." What you think is a bad thing, it's actually a good thing. It's not a bad thing, it's actually something good. Why? Because I'm showing you the, the oneness and the unity of Kla Yisrael. And therefore, even if part of Yisrael gets the Makkah, they can pay the bill for everybody else. So it's a good thing. Imagine. Now we can explain it in a deep level, Rabbotai. I hope we can explain this Hidush over here. Rav Hida in his Sefer Midbar Kedemot tells a story of Rabbi Abraham Abedin of Ka'al Kadosh Brisk. He says that he had a dream. I want to tell you the dream of the rabbi from Brisk. He says he was in the middle of Nagdishach. And he asked God a question in his dream. We say, Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh Hashem Sevakot, Menoch Ares Kevodo. So he asked why the first two Kadoshes, we don't say Menoch Ares Kevodo. We just say Kadosh, Kadosh. The third one, oh, Kadosh Hashem, Menoch Ares Kevodo. Why is the Menoch Ares Kevodo connected to the third Kadosh? Begilulo. You told them a phenomenal secret in the dream, Rabotai. You're asking, how come we don't have dreams like this? <laughs> if you go to sleep watching TV, Rabotai, you're not going to have dreams like this. You understand the difference? He went to sleep in the McVeigh. He went to sleep with Kedushah. He had a dream like this. He's dreaming Kadosh, Kadosh, Kadosh. But if you're sleeping with Tameh, 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 you're not going to have this over here. Shohan Aruch says, the first Salachat Shohan Aruch, Siman Aleph, Yitkaber Ka'ari, you have to wake up like a lion. So the guy once came to me and said, Rabbi, what's the Sigulab waking up like a lion? I said, you cannot go to sleep like a hamor and think you're going to wake up like a lion. <laughs> you're not going to change overnight. You have to go to sleep like a Ari and you wake up like a Ari. You're not going to change. Anyway, the Rav said something amazing. Let's see if we can explain this to you. Did you ever hear the, uh, the secret of the letters Dalit Vav? Do. Dalit Vav. You should know those letters, Dalit Vav. You know, on Lel Pesach, when we break the middle uh, Matzah, the Kabbalists tell us that you're supposed to try to break it into two letters, a Dalit and a Vav. What is the Sod of Dalit Vav? The Sod of Dalit Vav is, it's the Sod of what we call a Zivug. Zivug means when you put the two together and you get a Shefa. Anytime you want to produce something, you have to have a Zivug. You want to have children, Zivug produces children. In the ulamot, every time you have a zivug, dalit and vav. Dalit is referred to the malchut, and the vav is considered the zakhar, nekeba. You put them together. By the way, I'll give you a remiss to this. Anybody remember the second perik in Masechet Kiddushin when it talks about that ladies do not like to be alone? The ladies want to be married. What does the Gemara say in the name of Ishtakish? Tad lemetav tandu. Tandu, the lady wants to have two. She'd rather be with anybody, even if the guy's a bukachin, even if the guy has boils, even if the guy's a deadbeat. She wants to be with companionship. Tandu, so the do represents this, 
There's this companionship also in the upper worlds. By the way, in the word Kadosh, you have the middle letters Dalit Vav, which represents a tremendous inyan of the of the Zivug, which could be tremendous Hashpa'ah. But I'm sorry to tell you that you have something else in the word Kadosh. You remember when Esav came? Esav, who Edom. How many soldiers did he come with? He came with 400 soldiers. And the Zohar Kedosh says, that's the 400 of the Sitra Arab, the army of the Satan, of the Samech Mem. 400. 400. Uh, Rabotai, that number is not a small number. That's why Abraham Abinu specifically paid 400 for the Maratha Machpelah. They're all trying to negate the power of the, of the Satan. So what happens? Who's the one that's ma'akib the zivug? Uh, Satan. That's why in the word kadosh, the outer letters are kuf and shin. Kuf and shin is 400. So as long as he's surrounding, he doesn't allow the zivug. He's boxing on, 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 on the bookends. He doesn't allow the zivug to, to flourish. So the Rav saw in the dream, kadosh, that's the first bit of Mikdash. First bit of Mikdash was destroyed. Satan was right there. Kadosh, second Beit HaMikdash was destroyed. Third Beit HaMikdash, Kadosh. Then, Hashem Sebaqot, Melok HaVaris Kevodo. Then, Kadosh Baruch Hu, in the third Beit HaMikdash, the Zivug is going, to, is going to work. So he comes along and he says, he said, that's what they told him. So the Chida now goes, goes further. So he says, Yirmiyah, he sees all of a sudden, he sees something and he got very scared. He sees the almond. He sees the almond. How do you say the almond in Hebrew? Shaked. It's the same letters as Kadosh, missing the Vav. Which means the Vav represents a Kadosh Baruch, which is the Zachar, Borelam left. He says, I see Shaked. I see Shaked over here. The Shaked represents that there's no Zivug. Adraba, it's just the Malchut, which is the Nekirah, which is the land, surrounded by the Sheen and the, uh, and the Kof. It's over. So he said, oh, this is very, very serious. This is serious. He got scared. So Yirmiyah says, but wait, I see something else. I don't only see Shaked, which is dangerous. Shaked is dangerous, Rabotai. You know what I also see? I see Makel. God says, oh, you see Makel? It's all good. Shaked is dangerous. I don't argue with you. But you saw Makel also? You're good. What's Makel? The prophet knew the power of Zechut Avot. You have to invoke Zechut Avot even if there's a gazette against Christ, if you invoke Zechut Avot, you have a chance. Abraham, what's the last letter of Abraham? Man. Yitzhak, what's the last letter of Yitzhak? Kof, what's the last letter of Yisrael? Yaakov Yisrael? Lamed. Ay, so the Makel. That already, God is telling him from the beginning. The reason why I showed you the Makel is don't worry about the shaked. The makel will offset it to a certain degree, and therefore you're not going to have to. Uh, you're not going to have to be concerned. Have to worry over there. Okay, so that's uh, that's already the uh, the remez. Good. Now, the Arizal gives a remez in that Gemara, by the way. Rizal says that Rizal writes it says in the Gemara tab lemetab tan du that's the we have a zivug of du what's the word before du? tan he says that word that Rizal said is supposed to be satan but when you take the scene out of satan finish he's done then you can have the zivug of du so therefore it's tan you cut the satan and therefore it's not satan it's tan tan du then you can have the zivug Tariza learned the Gemara al Piyasot. Amazing. There's a book called Shar Ma'amare Hazal. That's Ariza wrote. 
It's all the Gemara of Bisod. Amazing how you can learn every. When he saw Tandu, he said, Ah, the Satan is cut. It's only a Tan. Ah, do Therefore, Dalit Vav, we have a, a Zidu. Nonetheless, that is the sword of what he saw. Now, if we go according to the Benish High's understanding of the Makel, he says he saw a book. He doesn't have the book, but he says he saw it. The book goes Yad Yosef. And he says, What do you see, Yirmiya? Makel Shaket. He was a Kohen. He's my grandfather's stick, I see. So what was he worried? He was worried because the Midrash writes that after the rebelliousness of Korah, so they said, we're going to show you that Aaron's the chosen one. So they put the stick there, and it says that some of the people said, ah, magic, magic stick. Look, we know this over here, abracadabra. And man, they didn't, they didn't believe it. So Borei Olam told Aharon, or Moshe, leave it there. The Hida, the Ben Yishai writes that an optical illusion cannot last for more than 12 hours. Once they left it in the, uh, in the Mishkan for a couple of days, already that proved it. Look at the language of the Pasuk. He says, Hashev et mate Aharon lefnei ha'edut lemishmeret, meaning for a long time, le'ot lebnei meri, and that'll be a sign for the rebellious ones. And then Mary goes, ah, it's magic. Okay, magic. It's two days later. What magic? Leave it there. So what happened? When Yirmiyah saw Makel Shaked, he said, oh boy, this is a sign that they're not going to accept my prophecy. They're not going to accept my prophecy. Because otherwise, why would you show me Makel Shaked? The same thing like they questioned the Makel of my grandfather. They're going to question uh, my prophecy. So Kadosh Baruch comes along and says, no, etapta lirot. No, I tapped a little. The reason why I showed you the stick is not to remind you of the stick of your grandfather. Right? It's a different reason over here. I'm just trying to show you that what? Shaked al Dabari, that I'm doing it quickly. It's not the reason why. Which is, Yirmiyat looked at it as a bad thing. So, oh, they're not going to listen to me. Makela Haron. No, 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 no. Now, he said, you know, it's actually a good thing. Now, why is it a good thing if it's going to happen quickly? Why is it a good thing if it's happening quickly? Normally we'd want God to say, no, because that's going to happen, uh, you know, slowly. I'm not going to rush. Because we knew the Pasuk said, and we did this in the Shur uh, on last Sunday, the Pasuk said, that the Jewish people are going to be in the land for 852 years, and then they're going to get kicked out. And then the Torah says the worst curses. But Allah did us a favor because he knew that if we're going to have to wait till 852 years, it's over. So he sped up the process two years early, so that we didn't fulfill the Venoshantem. So since we didn't fulfill Venoshantem, you don't get all the curses that follow Venoshantem. So therefore, when Yirmiyah said, Makel Shaked, I see a Makel Shaked, it looks like it's going to happen quickly. What is God answering? Don't worry, it's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing that's going to happen quickly. Adam, it's going to happen quickly so the Gezerah doesn't. Now, there's another thing also that has to be discussed. Normally, the Mishnah says in Pirkei Avot, Hevu metunim badin. Whenever it comes to Dinin Fashot, you have to be patient. You don't judge Dinin Fashot on the same day and execute on the same day. You have to sleep on it. Why? Because maybe you'll find a zikhut. Maybe you'll find a zikhut. Maybe. When it comes to Dinin Mamonot, the same day you judge, the same day you execute. Dinin Fashot, Asheru Hamot, you have to rest on it. Oh, so what happened over here, Yirmiyah didn't understand. He's, I see Makel Shaked. Makel Shaked, you're going quickly. But Bidinin for a short coach, you can have the whole nation. Boy, don't let me have to go slow. Uh, the British High says, huh? Why does the human judge have to go slow? Because he doesn't know, he doesn't know what the future is. He doesn't know if there's more evidence. But Akadosh Baruch Hu says, I know everything, what's going to happen today, tomorrow, when I'm judging. I don't need to go slow. Adraba, it's a zikhut that I go fast. Because the longer we keep them alive, the more avonot are going to make it. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a liability against them. So therefore, Yirmiyah comes and says, Oh, makit shaked. Why so fast? Did it God says, I don't know. It's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing. You know why? Because he says, Asher. Why? Kishoked aniyah. I am doing it, not a bedin. And 
since it's coming from me, I know the outcome. If I don't have to wait to see what's going to happen, in Adraba, I'll do it immediately so the outcome doesn't get worse. He's all... We're just saying it quickly because we have to go to the second prophecy. What do you see by Omar? Sir Nafua. Anido eh. Fanab me pene safona. See a seed in Nafuah. What is a seed in Nafuah? Seed is a pot. Nafuah, it's overflowing. The foam, it's overflowing. It's bubbling, bubbling. Fanav and the fire and the, the bubbles, Mepnes Safona, it's coming from the, the north part of the cave. Vayomer Hashem Elai, Misafon, the fire is going to come from the north. Who's the north of Eretz Israel? Babylonia, Babel. Which means the mashalov is very, very deep because Borelam is giving them the mashal of a pot. What's the mashal of the pot? Mashal of the pot is as long as the pot is there, the fire cannot damage. The fire separates between the ochel, which is inside and the fire that's underneath. However, what was happening now is the pot was now boiling over. And once it starts to boil over, there's no separation between the pot and the fire. And therefore, Borelam says, you can still uh, lower the flames, you can still lower the, the tissue by Masif Tobin. However, if it's not going to stop, Adraba, the pot is not going to protect me, the walls of Jerusalem, the walls of Jerusalem are not going to protect you, it's going to come from the north. Oh, so now God says, <laughs> I am calling all the kings of the north. Everybody's going to open an embassy in Yerushalayim. All the northern kings are going to open up their offices in Yerushalayim. They're going to come and camp out there. And as a result, the Jewish people are going to get punished for all the bad that they did. And they left me. They worship foreign gods. They bow down to was so rampant. God says, This is a punishment. Tell them this is a punishment for the Abu Dazara. By the way, I know what you're saying. Why would anybody get angry at me? I speaking uh, the emet. No, this is the same thing when a rabbi gets up today and says the cell phones. And what do we say? Nah, don't be a favor. Don't be a favor. Guy's crazy. Guy's crazy. Guy's crazy. Guy's crazy. You're crazy with a cell phone. Don't make a don't make a fuss of it. Don't be a favor. He's a black guy. He's a, he's a radical guy. The guy tells you a little bit. the same thing. He was getting up over there talking about the Abu Dazara of his time, and what did people tell him? Nah, come on. We don't, we don't like his speeches. He's too, uh, he's too strict. He's too disorderly. But the rabbis today, the same thing. There's Abu Dazar Abautan. The rabbi talks about the parties and the Sunni Ud, all that. What do the people say? Oh, not for us, not for us. Rabbi Kassin didn't uh, say that. He, you know, they, they have different, uh, different ways of learning. Now God tells the prophet, Gird yourself, meaning, Azak. By the way, could you imagine what Yirmiya was hearing? It? He just heard about the destruction. This is the first time he heard it. Now he has to go repeat it. Imagine he has to get up Shabbat and I want to make an announcement. The furthest thing from the people's mind that there's going to be a destruction. They thought the Bethlehem is going to last forever. And now you have a rabbi getting up and saying, it's going to be destroyed, Rabotai. It's going to happen quicker than you think. It was a shock. So he needed protection from the people. So God tells him, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid that you're going to fall in front of them, lest you fall in front of them. You're not going to fall in front of them. Don't worry. You're going to be strong, you, Yirmiya. You're going to have the strength like a fortified city, that nobody who fights in a fortified city can beat the city. You're going to be like an iron... Uh, uh, 
beam, pole, ulchomot nechoshet, made out of copper, wool, akola aris, wherever you go, lemalkei Yehuda, whether you prophesy to the kings, ulsareh, to the princes, to the kohanim, ulama aris, to everybody. Vinilhamu elecha, they're going to fight you. God predicts it. They're going to fight you, Yirmiyah. They're not going to like the message. V'nilhamu elecha. V'lo yuchlu lach. But they're not going to be able to prevail. Ki etecha ani neum Hashem natzilecha. Now we get to the last pasuk. Now, you would say, God's in a bad mood. There's a bad mood over here. This is uh, doom, destruction, Yirmiyah. They're going to beat you up for this prophecy. It's a terrible thing. Don't worry now look at even with all the prediction of destruction God says with all that go tell the people of Jerusalem the following prophecy so says Hashem that even though I'm bringing all this destruction onto you Unbelievable. I remember the chesed that you did when you were a young nation. The love that you had when you entered the covenant. When was that? The time of Egypt. When I told you, go into the Midbar, there's no food. And nobody questioned. You went but blind faith, he said, I'll never forget that chesed, unbelievable, that it's a marriage. Kedunotayik is like the kala. I'll never forget the day we got married. The day we got married, we left Egypt, when we're going to the wedding at Har Sinai, yeah, you went like a bride without, a, without any question. And the Hida says, and even though the halakha says, halakha in Ibn Izzet, that if the husband wants to go to a dangerous place, the wife does not have to listen. If it's a place where there's no food, the wife does not have to go. So God says, from the halakha, you don't have to follow me. I'm taking you to a place where there's no food, and it's a place with and you went anyway. The hatan says, I remember, says Rav Palm on this unbelievable, beautiful lesson. He says, there's always a sakhar for the mitzvot. Mitzvot will always get paid. However, sometimes the payment is deferred for a rainy day. To a rainy day, yeah? The Pasuk says, Meshoch hasdecha liyodecha. Simply it means, God, those that love you, liyodecha, give them chesed, give them chesed. Says Rav Palm, beautiful. He said, Olam. To those that love you, Sometimes don't reward them for the chesed that they do immediately. But meshuch hastecha. Stretch it out. Pay them for the chesed when they need it on a rainy day. They don't need it now. Rapam says it's like a guy walking in the street in the middle of the day with a candle. The guy said, what are you wasting it? You don't need the candle now. Save this for a night time. Bode Olam says, this chesed that you did in the midbar... I put it in the bank for you. Borei Olam says there's going to come a time where you're going to need this chesed. And all of a sudden now, God, I'm destroying the entire nation. And all of a sudden, Borei Olam says, Meshoch hastecha. Okay, we're going, to, we're going to take that deferred payment that you gave me a thousand years ago, and now we're going to pay for it. He says, every mitzvah is like that. Who knows if we're living today with the luxuries that we have? Because of the hasadim of our grandparents and all the previous generations, Borei Olam, he keeps the hasadim when Kaisel needs it. And he says even stronger. He says, they say, Kibbut Abba'em. Kibbut Abba'em, you get long life. What does it mean, Kibbut Abba'em, you get long life? Hakan, you get long life. So he says, Lo alim ve lo alichem. A guy gets, uh, uh, has an event, a physical event, a bad event. Lo alim, something happens, his heart, his body. You ever hear sometimes the doctors say, the next 24 hours are critical. If he gets through the 24 hours, he'll be okay. He says, it's during those 24 hours that the kibbutz Dabaim kicks in. That's when he needs it. The next 24 hours are critical. Then the kibbutz Dabaim that says, that's going to get life now. Why did he come through? The doctor says, Baruch Hashem, he's fine. He's out of the woods. What got him out of the woods? 
Borei Olam says, I told you, keep whatever's going to give you a long life. You thought long life, you have a thousand years. When you're going to need the long life, when you're going to need that ticket, and here you see it perfect. Even at the time of Ka'as, of the Rogas of Kadosh Baruch Hu, it's unbelievable Hesed of Hashem that he called in that chip of Hesed the Uraich, and sure enough, he got saved. And then the Navi ends. Kodesh Yisrael Hashem. The Jewish people are considered Kodesh. Like what? We're like Tiruma. God says to me, I consider my Jewish people like Tiruma. What's Tiruma? The holy foods that the Kohen eats. But what if somebody else eats the Tiruma that's not a Kohen? Uh, it's trouble. Not allowed. Kol ochelav. Anybody that eats the Kodesh of Tiruma, Yeshamu. Guilty. And therefore God says, anybody that eats my nation, anybody that devours my nation, I consider them as a Zad eating Tiruma. And a Zad that eats Tiruma, Ra'a Tavo Alehem. The bed is going to come onto them. Neum Hashem, so says the Lord. And therefore you see what? That even at the time of the Ka'as, but don't worry. Anybody that's going to pick on you, even though I, mean, I sent them and I told you it's going to happen, but don't worry. Baben is going to pay for what they did to you. Because ultimately, B'nai Yisrael is Kodesh, B'nai Yisrael is Terumah. And therefore, You know something, Rabotai? These are supposed to be the Haftarot of Pur'anut. But look how much, even the worst Pur'anut, look how much it's glazed with Hasadim and kindness. Could you imagine what the Haftarot of Nehamah going to be? If even in the dark, miserable, dreary Haftarot of Pur'anut, we have such beautiful Nehama, even when the ship's hitting you, he still patch at the same time, he doesn't want us to, 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 shalom, to fall apart. Okay, Iratzon, that these Haftarot are Pur'anut, like it should be Pur'anut and the Goyim, and Amisayah should be redeemed. Mashiach Tzidkenu, Amen. 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 Amen.